Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what's new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that helps with weight loss, getting healthy, or living longer better. Well, you always hear me talking about the importance of eating 7 to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day, or 3 to 4 cups to keep you healthy. Most people, even those who think they're good at eating healthy, may not even be getting one serving a day. Let me tell you, the research is exploding on this. And a lot of it has to do with the over 25,000 phytonutrient compounds in the plants. 25,000 has a lot to study. Phytonutrients are plant compounds linked to the plant color. And that's produced by the plant usually as some sort of protection to the environment. When we eat the colorful plants, we not only get the energy as calories and deliciousness, but we also get those incredibly important phytonutrient compounds that protect every one of our cells every time we eat. Because these phytonutrients are linked to the colors, the best thing you can do is eat the colors to get all of the benefits. That's why I say eat the color of the rainbow every day. Roy G. Biv. Brilliant colors that are just screaming, look at me, toss me in a salad, toss me in a stew, eat me. Red, you've got the apples, the cherries, the watermelons, the beets, and the berries. You've got the orange, the oranges, the squash, the carrots, the orange peppers. You've got the yellow, onions, golden beets, pears, cauliflower, bananas. You've got the green leafies. You've got the broccoli. You've got the, the green beans. You've got the celery. You have the blue. We throw it in with the indigo and violet. Only 10% of us get these daily, and they are particularly good for the brain. Blueberries, purple cabbage, purple carrots, eggplant, and blackberry. Every color you eat has different qualities. They contain nutrients that promote health. They're tremendous for the immune system and even balance hormones. They can act as antibacterial and antiviral agents. And best ever, my favorite, anti-aging benefits you can't get any other way. Decades ago, we discovered the phytonutrient lycopene from tomatoes helped prevent prostate cancer. Eye doctors recommend lutein and zeaxanthin from green leafies and deep, dark, yellow egg yolks for prevention of eye health as we age, and we don't want to wait till we need it. The plant compounds, called flavonoids, have been here for over a billion years and seem to have unlimited biological activities that seem to reverse processes that become messed up and dysregulated in a disease. 5,000 different flavonoids at last count. Now today, I'm not going to talk about the 25,000 phytonutrients or even the 5,000 flavonoids. For brevity, I'm just going to talk about one specific flavonoid, quercetin. That plant compound found in red wine and onions and apples and tea, whether it's black or green or white, your berries, your grapes, and even the flower buds 
from the Japanese pagoda tree. Of course, it's also available in a pill. I'm going to tell you about quercetin's effect on cancer, the prostate, allergies, antioxidant effects, its effect on gout, cardiovascular health, neurodegenerative disease, and even fat busting. Okay, so the specific benefits start with prostate health. It's been studied for, I quote, its anti-proliferative effects on human cancer cell lines, unquote. Meaning in plain old English, it's good to help prevent prostate cancer. In the journal Prostate Clearback in 2008, December 1st, the research article entitled Dietary Bioflavonoid Quercetin Selectively Induces Apoptosis, Cell Death of Prostate Cancer Cells by Downregulating the Expression of Heat Shock Protein 90. Okay, so without destroying healthy cells, it targeted the prostate cancer cells and triggered the cancer cell self-destruction. From an online paper from Mount Sinai Medical Center, it calls it an antioxidant that helps fight inflammation that may help reduce pain and symptoms of chronic non-bacterial prostatitis. And it refers to one study that combined quercetin with bromelain for even greater effects. Just think how many cases it could prevent or make more treatable with no downside. Cancer and this process of apoptosis is a fascinating just field in general. How can we get cancer cells to self-destruct by the process of apoptosis? It's all about biochemistry. Plants are all about biochemistry. We are all about biochemistry, and we need to harness it. There are countless epidemiological studies that show a diet with a lot more vegetables and fruit are protective against cancer because of these phytonutrients. And with the rate of cancer as high as it is, and with our diet as it is, is it any wonder? It's like asking our body to fight without giving it the tools to do so. Instead, we give it sugar to feed the cancer. Quercetin, in particular, has really potent anti-cancer properties known to contribute to apoptosis, cell death, of tumors in the brain, liver, colon, probably everywhere. But it also showed inhibition of the spread of malignant cells. Researchers Cruz and Korea found the combination treatment with curcumin, you know, my favorite, turmeric extract, BCM95, along with quercetin in GI cancer patients for over six months. At the end of the study, curcumin and quercetin reduced the number and size of tumors without problem. Quercetin even inhibits an extremely toxic form of chromium known to be cancer-causing. And who, is, who isn't exposed to cancer-causing agents every day? You know, we need to give our body the tools to fight. Okay, quercetin, also antioxidant, helping to prevent cell damage and breakdown, preventing free radicals by neutralizing them, like putting water on the fire. One of the most interesting things we found is that quercetin can help protect against 
Damage Caused from High Uric Acid Levels. It has a great book by one of my favorite neurologists, and it's called Drop Acid. He's Dr. David Perlmutter. If you want some cutting-edge research, look him up by every one of his books. They're bestsellers. You know, one is all about the dangers of the uric acid, and he recommends, among other things, quercetin to help with the overall natural plan to reduce uric acid levels. Untreated uric acid levels, if they're elevated, you're at increased risk for stroke and heart disease. Not good. Preventable. Okay, because of this antioxidant effect also, it can protect against a lot of other environmental causes like smoking. You know, cigarettes damage blood vessel membranes. And it's been found that quercetin protects these membranes from damage from smoking. Okay, now we're going to move on to a heavy hitter. Quercetin and neurodegenerative disorders. Because it crosses the blood-brain barrier... It's been shown to be protective against neurodegenerative diseases. What are these? Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Pick's disease, to name a few, maybe even brain fog. We know toxins can build up in the brain and produce the beta amyloid plaque that tries to protect the brain. And that's associated with Alzheimer's disease. These plants are helpful at protecting the mind. There is a wonderful diet intervention called the MIND Diet, M-I-N-D. It stands for Mediterranean-Intervention for Neurodegenerative Dislay. No wonder they call it MIND Diet. I recommend the MIND Diet wholeheartedly. Tons of research on this, loaded with fruits and vegetables, quality protein, foundation of my or any good dietary advice. MIND Diet suggests that these flavonoids as well as the other compounds, help nerve function and prevent against age-related neurodegeneration. There has been numerous rat studies on neuroprotection of quercetin in combination with fish oil. So, in a a food-based one, you can eat salmon, wild-caught, of course, with a side of sautéed onions, green tea as your beverage, and baked apples for dessert. You got lots of quercetin there and the fish oil. So move over vitamins, minerals, fiber, and those antioxidants and make room for these phytonutrients. Maybe the most important thing we can do to protect us as we age. Now we're going to move on to allergies, asthma, hay fever, and hives. Quercetin has an anti-allergy effect by inhibiting the release of histamine from mast cells. So it's like taking a natural antihistamine. Helpful in the treatment and prevention of asthma, bronchitis. I love it for allergic conditions. You know, as a side note, brain health, brain fog, memory issues, maybe even post-COVID brain fog, those mast cells have been known to be the immune gateway to the brain. I mean, the lowly kingdom of vegetables really needs a PR team. As of 10 years ago, we were just using quercetin for its antihistamine effect for allergies. It was great for that because it does stabilize those mast cells and it reduces the risk or the release of histamines. You know, we use it for seasonal allergy and it worked beautifully. In fact, one of my kids, when he went to school in Atlanta, discovered 
He had a terrible spruce allergy, and we got him on quercetin right away. It worked great. He stayed on it as long as he lived there. Now, the big news is how it is also anti-inflammatory. You know, inflammation is a good thing, you know, controlled. Whenever our body is exposed to anything irritating or harmful, inflammation is triggered. The aim is to reduce and remove damaged cells, bad guy germs, any harmful stimuli, and then it triggers the healing response. One of the remarking pro- remarkable properties of quercetin, like many other natural products, ginger, boswellia, curcumin, they modulate inflammation, meaning they regulate it. It's not like a drug that takes like a sedge, sledgehammer and stops pathways. They modulate the pathways. Inflammatory enzymes that you've heard about like COX and COX-2 and lipooxygenase, you know, you, modulating is so much better because when you're stopping pathways, blocking them, like they do with NSAIDs, you know, you pick your target side effect. Do you want to hurt your kidneys, your liver, your stomach, or your heart? When you modulate with natural things like quercetin and ginger and boswellia, you're not causing those problems. In fact, you've got lots of side benefits. Nutrition scientists from Michigan State University, go Michigan, go Bucks. you know, they looked at the impact of the dietary flavonoids like quercetin to be systemic or overall anti-inflammatory agents. So they looked at the C-reactive protein, and you're going to see that elevated in obesity and heart disease and lupus. They found that taking certain foods reduced CRP. And they also showed, as a side benefit, significant anti-arthritic benefits. Now we're going to look at cardiovascular disease prevention. We've known forever... When you eat lots of vegetables and fruit, you're reducing your risk of stroke, cardiovascular disease because of these plant compounds. Quercetin is from the family, like we said, flavonoids, and they have been known to inhibit lipid peroxidation or, you know, that's why your LDL is so bad and also platelet aggregation, clotting. You know, that's why it inhibits stroke risk here. Flavonoids are great for bruising. They are great for those capillaries. In my 30s, I used to bruise a lot. So I looked up what natural things could be taken for that. Because these flavonoids strengthen the capillaries, you know, you don't just rupture every time you get bumped. I used to look down at my leg and just wondered where on earth those bruises came from. I didn't remember bruising myself or bumping myself. Every, since stroke kind of seemed to run in the women in my family, I thought I'd better figure it out. Super Bio C to the rescue. Another study done by cardiovascular uh, surgeons in Greece, 30 men found taking quercetin increased the major arteries and improved endothelial health, prevents LDL damage and oxidation. So, you know, it's just so many things. I could go on and on about ulcers and H. pylori and its effect on gastritis, antimicrobial, antiviral activity. You know, it's been used a lot with COVID. Theoretically, because it strengthened the mast cells, 
prevented the spike protein from easily entering the cells, and it also helped usher in the zinc to be antiviral within the cell. But last but not least, fat cell destruction. Quercetin has a specific feature that inhibits fat accumulation in mature human fat cells and triggered that wonderful apoptosis of fat cells that already exist. In addition, it blocked the uptake of glucose into the cells and blocked fat cell production and enhanced fat cell necrosis. So it sounds like from this research that you can program your fat cells to die by eating vegetables. Who needs liposuction when you can get it from eating vegetables? You know, I didn't go into every bit of research today, but you can see quercetin, along with these wonderful plant compounds, have miraculous effects on our bodies. You know, other topics I didn't cover are like anti-diabetic, blood pressure, kidney transplant, and even the formation of new mitochondria. So great energy production. So much is so good for us. And, you know, we want to eat a lot of vegetables because so many of us are insulin resistant. We need to get these for the health of our body. So where do we get them? You know, maybe for breakfast, you can have a veggie omelet or, you know, berries on the side, an apple for snack, maybe a big salad for lunch, vegetable soup. This time of year, hot vegetable soup's really good. Maybe for dinner time, stew, grilled veggies, you know, all of those are a good way to do it. Cutting back on starches, fill in with these non-starchy vegetables, super extra nutritionally dense. Keep in mind, mixing them up so you get a lot of different ones all the time. And in a pinch, like yesterday when I was in a big hurry, didn't have time to fix a big meal, I just put my salad in my blender, whipped it up with my favorite protein powder, either Truvani or Biotics, a little bit of flax oil, voila, a great satisfying meal that gave me four cups of veggies and at least four colors of the rainbow. Consider how you eat, how many vegetables you do eat. And I challenge you to up-level it. When you look at all the potential benefits, it just makes sense to up-level your veggie intake. These plants were here with us from the beginning, and our bodies were designed to thrive with them. Eat up. Thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. You can listen again on my website, depfor.com, or any place you listen to podcasts. So I hope you learned something today that will help you or someone you love. Thanks and have a great day and eat your veggies.